0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chai with Us podcast. This is episode number five. I am Erica, the personal developer, and
1: I am Ivana from Okola Isabels. And today I'm drinking a rooibos tea. Actually, no, it's not a rooibos, it's a rose <laughs> hip tea. <laughs> I literally drink this tea almost during every episode. And I just now discovered that, hey, it comes with little messages. Oh, can you so read the, the message? message? Yes, I want to share the message. So the message says, share true moments with a cup of tea and i love it because it really just segues into what we're doing here today we're sharing true moments while we have a cup of tea
0: yeah that's so cool so i'm drinking uh, vanilla and caramel tea you know that i love this one it's so mm-hmm. cozy and and sweet and i just love how good we do this tea part at least this episode we remembered like okay let's start and ask about the tea
1: it's true <laughs>
0: okay So today is all about healing your heart, all about love and relationships, all kinds of relationships. Where do you want to start?
1: So when uh, this goes towards the heart chakra, which is exactly where your heart is, and a lot of times when we have a blockage there, we are either jealous, we might have a fear of intimacy, uh, we feel isolated, and we have an inability to forgive people. And a lot of times we don't even realize it, that that that's where the blockage is. But um, I sometimes have a fear of intimacy because you have to show who you really are, right? So you have to be authentic. And a lot of times, maybe I am wearing a mask uh, of of oh, I'm I'm a lawyer, I'm this, and so then I'm afraid that if I, you know, meet my a mate, that they're going to find out that it's all not true. And so that mm-hmm. you know, I think that's where the fear of intimacy comes from.
0: Yeah yes and we we are so scared of rejection right mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. it comes from okay what if this person finds out who like who i am like in, on the inside i'm 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 messed up like and yeah. and and we are scared that these people may find out who we really are um mm-hmm. And yeah, but we are all messed up. It's not like we are the only. <laughs> I think that this is, I love this sentence that says, you are not that special. Oh,
1: okay. You know,
0: because sometimes we think that it's all like, we are so different. We are so messed up. We are so traumatized. And yes, we are. But like, we are not the only people in mm-hmm. the world like this. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. your partner will probably be messed up as well. Because mm-hmm. messed up people attract messed up people. I mean yeah so yeah this is very juicy um how do you how do you, how would you say that you, people could heal their hearts so they are not afraid of rejection okay.
1: no? so some simple things you can do obviously going back to yoga cuz we both are yoga practitioners yeah cobra pose camel pose fish cat pose Upward facing dog are just some of the yoga poses that specifically work on your heart chakra. Mm -hmm. You can also uh, really think back to what happened when you're three and a half years old to seven years old because that's when this event that maybe might have traumatized you would have happened. So Mm -hmm. just maybe take some time to journal about that and and reflect on what happened when you were three and a half to seven. For me, that's the exact time that I moved to Germany. So Mm -hmm. I was living in Bosnia having really good family relationships being surrounded by a loving family and all of a sudden this war happened and I was moved into a whole other environment but I didn't understand the language, I was crying all the time, I wasn't with my dad it was just me and my mom and mm-hmm. we were living at my aunt's, so it was a very traumatic time period that happened to me and maybe that's really what helped, had me close my heart because I was afraid as a child mm-hmm. and, and I didn't understand what was happening around When you're so young you don't understand what's happening around you but the last couple of years I've been journaling journaling a lot about this and that has really helped me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I totally agree with what you were saying. It is for, in order for you to heal you need to know where, where are this where is this stuff coming from because and most of it it's coming from childhood um, and I totally agree with you uh, when I was young a lot of bonds and a lot of uh, I I trusted very important people. You know, I trusted caregivers. I, I trusted very important people that were not there for me. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. when I grew up and became an adult, so I was all of a sudden this, this person with trust issues and fear uh-huh. of abandonment because uh-huh. that's all I knew. And yeah. we really need to focus on that. And the other day I told you a, a story that had nothing to do with with anything it was just about a friend that wasn't really a friend and I was trying to dig deeper and dig deeper Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I just realized that it was like my fear of abandonment Mm -hmm. all over again it just Mm -hmm. just rose and it was like oh hello I'm here and I had to remind myself that I'm not that little girl anymore uh and like Okay, people may abandon you, yes or no, but life does not revolve around this. There's so uh-huh. much more to this life. Uh-huh. But of course it was a it was a process. I had to yeah. go back to um to this to this situation and see where where what happened? Why uh-huh. am I uh-huh. like this? I think first you should ask like ask yourself like what scares me the most? Like, yes. why is my heart so close? What uh-huh. am I afraid of? And just uh-huh. face this thing in the eye and look yeah. for the exact moment uh, when it happened. When did this happen? How was it? How did you feel? And uh-huh. very important, make just try to, try to look for the decision you made at this moment. Uh-huh. Because I remember saying to myself, I won't trust anyone else. I won't share my secrets with anyone else because people will let other people know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many decisions I have made unconsciously because I was just a mm-hmm. kid and we still make to this day. So look for that decision you made and make a new one. Mm-hmm. I think You can also
1: start. say, um, I nurture my inner child and I'm wanted and loved. And repeat that every day until you believe it. You know, there's something, we talked about this. It's very powerful when you say these things out loud because you hear them back. So maybe Erica always talks about doing mirror work. Maybe say these things in front of a mirror Mm -hmm. until you actually believe it. Um, When I was going through my yoga teacher training, we had to find a partner. We had to sit across from each other and we were not allowed to say anything. We just had to stare into each other's eyes for like a minute and that felt like an eternity just staring into each other's eyes without saying anything but it was so powerful like the connection it's almost like I knew her without knowing even her name and Mm -hmm. it was so intimate and powerful and changing too and she always says that she always remembers me because she'll never forget that like so there's a way of, of of connecting with people without even having to say something
0: yeah and that is so deep that's very scary that's very scary yes it
1: is it is, because you can't hide. You know, they say the eyes are the windows of the soul. I had a taxi driver once ask me if I wear glasses so that people can see what my soul is, that I'm, like, protecting it. And that was such a, like, wow, Ooh. here's the universe sending me a message. Like, is, is that why we wear glasses? To protect people from looking into our soul? What do you think about that?
0: Whoa. I, I think that maybe, sometimes maybe, yes, Sometimes I wear sunglasses because I don't want to be bothered. Yes, it's mm-hmm. true. It's true. Sometimes we hide. But we hide be- behind glasses. We hide behind mm-hmm. masks. Uh, we hide behind this, I don't know, these characters that we that we make, that we yeah. invent, you know. Mm-hmm. I am like this. I am this strong woman. I don't need anyone. I can deal with everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. I love it when we receive it. Something Science to think about. More. I feel
1: like you're going to journal about this and tell us more in the next episode.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's very cool. I, yeah. yeah, that's very cool. Um, so affirmations, I totally agree that they are uh, very, very, very important. Uh, I am going to share with you um, these four sentences that are very important. Healing, I hope I say this right, uh, Oponopono, do you know anything yes. about this? Yes, I do. love you, please forgive me, I am sorry, thank you.
1: Yes, you did it yes. right, yay.
0: Yes. That was right, so, that's
1: exactly what they do are. Do you
0: realize the power of these words? You can say this to yourself or you can visualize other people that you mm-hmm. need to work your relationship with, that you probably need to forgive. That you probably need to let go. Simple. I love you. Please forgive me. I am sorry. Thank you.
1: I had this, and I, I'm okay with to share this. I had this person that hurt me while we were working together, and she tried that method, like she came back and she said it, and at the moment, I just wasn't ready to forgive her, mm-hmm. and that's okay. like I needed more time to process what happened, mm-hmm. and over time, like now we're okay, and we've both forgiven each other for what has happened, yes. but like at the time when she was asking, I just wasn't ready, and I just needed to process some things. Mm-hmm. um before doing that because yeah those are very powerful sentences to say to somebody. Yes. Or to yourself.
0: Yes, yes. And when I say those words, I mean you can just use them as affirmations. You can meditate on it, not necessarily say it to somebody. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you are right. Sometimes we are not ready. And sometimes I had to do this healing process with someone who died. Mm. So I would have to visualize the person and Mm -hmm. repeat the words. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, everything we say here, um, I think are guidance. And then you need to find your own way. Mm -hmm. And, of course, always follow, like, follow your rhythm. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, It's
0: not like, it's better for you to follow your rhythm than to say, okay, I forgave that person. And then you didn't. I mean, it's not about saying, it's about feeling. Uh Unless you really feel this in your heart and like deep down, it's not going to work. So baby steps. I feel a little bit better today, tomorrow, and after tomorrow. It may Uh take years. Who knows? But, Uh yeah.
1: And it's really good um, here also to um, do some self-care and establish clear boundaries. This is what we talked about in one of our past podcasts about how important it is Yes. To have boundaries, to tell people what our boundaries are because they don't know. They're not. Some of us in relationships think that our partner's a mind reader, right? Like, oh, he should have known to do that. Didn't he get the SOS? Like, (laughs) but they're not. We have to tell people what we want from them and and have established clear boundaries with them so that we're both on the same page.
0: Yeah. Uh, But to get there, you need to come to a place where you are able to love yourself. Yes. And you stand in your shoes and you, because if you don't go, if you don't go to that place, I mean, what kind of boundaries can you, can Uh you, you know, you can, for example, you can set boundaries that you you think are, are okay or that you have learned from other people. But what about your personal boundaries? Like, did you, do you know what are your personal boundaries? Because, for example, let me give you a very simple, um, a sim- a simple example. Um, let's say uh, people like to uh, play around with belts and, oh, this is so funny. <laughs> you know? Like, is this imagine, a thing? Imagine that. That's a thing. For example, imagine okay. that you have a belt. You know, people always make fun of like saddle, mazo stuff. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, they're playing with belts. So
1: this is the first think- time i am hearing this. <laughs>
0: like, what? <laughs> no, I don't know that, this. Just let's, let's pretend that the belt is like a whip. Okay? okay. This wasn't supposed okay. to be funny, but all of a sudden it sounds so freaking weird. But okay, just, okay, re- just pretend that uh, people are playing with the belt and pretending that this is a whip. Okay. Yeah, so this is a whip and I'm pretending to spank you. Yeah? Okay, just so it, this is funny for you, yeah? Yes. For some people it's not funny. I know what you because mean. Because the belt symbolizes something very yeah. harmful. Mm-hmm. So are you going to pretend this is funny for you? Or are you going to say, listen, this triggers me. Mm-hmm. It's not funny for me. Mm-hmm. So that kind, yeah. of, that kind of boundaries you have to go deep. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you will, you know, you will notice some things. You mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable. You don't know what's happening. Uh, you're gonna, you, you're gonna, you know, move away from the person slowly mm-hmm. because you cannot take certain behaviors, and you didn't even have, you didn't even give the chance to the other person mm-hmm. to make it but right.
1: Sometimes we don't know uh, what is triggering us until it actually triggers us, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. we don't even know that. We don't like, and I know where you're going with this, like maybe getting spanked with a belt. Um, mm-hmm. And so it'll trigger that, but we don't even know that it's triggering that when it's happening in that moment, unless yeah. you're a person that is very self-reflective and can ask mm-hmm. yourself, like, why do I feel this way right now? Yeah, And, and then tie it to your childhood and, or whenever it happened that somebody, like, you know, mm-hmm. beat you with a belt or whatever, like, yeah. so yes.
0: And the, strain, the, the strength relies on, okay, I was triggered. Okay, mm-hmm. is this acceptable? I am I working on it, so I'm not triggered by this, or am I mm-hmm. gonna say this is a boundary and this is not okay for me? Mhm. So if and you maybe
1: it's it's scary because then you have to maybe explain to the other person why you mm-hmm. were triggered, and that would uh, that will require intimacy, right? Like because then right. you have to be more open about what is bothering you and what's
0: yeah, up there. that's the tough part about being intimate. Yeah. That's a very good example. Go.
1: I'm sorry, I was laughing, but no,
0: but that's cool. But <laughs> the fact example. that you were laughing just proved just proved the point. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. For some people, that's totally fine. Ha <laughs> ha all and and this is example goes for everything for mm-hmm. everything in your life. Mm-hmm. So boundaries, we all know the basic stuff, you know, alarm bells and whatever. But some mm-hmm. of us have very specific boundaries, and yeah. it's... A, yeah, and it. The of course, we're gonna get triggered and it's gonna be a surprise because whoa, where does this come from? Uh, mm-hmm. but what you do about it that's why you have to do this work to heal your heart and to heal, to heal yourself so you are, I agree, so you feel safe when you and you are stronger when you're triggered and when things happen to you.
1: Mm-hmm. That's very good. I like that. Thank you. So you can also use um, essential oils aside from practicing self-care. And we talked about the yoga poses. You can also use these essential oils, rose, jasmine, and bergamot. And those are supposed to help you heal your heart chakra. So you can do all these physical things. But at the end of the day, you also have to do what Erica was talking about, self-reflection and self-care.
0: Yeah. Can you you just talk a, a little bit more about oils? Because I always... I like the idea of using it,
1: but I don't know mm-hmm. how. And I've okay, heard that sure. some
0: people place it here. Can you speak a little bit about this?
1: Sure. So you can place it. Most people place it on their wrist because that's where you smell it. And you mm-hmm. just use it a little bit because they're very strong. But you can also use these oils in a bath, like at night when you just want to relax. Like mm-hmm. you put in a couple of lavender oils. Mm-hmm. And we talk always about balancing your, your energy. So the way that you do that is you put some Epsom salt. Uh, maybe a little bit of um, of the lavender essential oil and just have a bath. Mm-hmm. And that will help you right before going to bed because lavender is very soothing. Oh. Uh, but you're right. You can also put it right here, wherever you feel comfortable putting it. So most people put it on their wrist because then mm-hmm. they can smell it. And maybe a little bit behind your um, your ears.
0: Okay.
1: Thanks. I also don't use a lot of oils because I'm, I just never have. But mm-hmm. I love lavender. And um, I love like the lavender spray you can buy and spray your pillowcase with it.
0: Oh, okay. The bath, the bath thing just uh, it looks yes. like self-care in a sentence, you it know? Like,
1: and you have a bathtub, so you can use yeah. it.
0: But I can add some wine to it. <laughs> <laughs> I love some wine in my bathtub. All about play
1: some soothing music. Yeah, why not? Yes, why I not? see it. It's I'm your self-care. Care. Thank you. I mean, okay. you can't drink tea all the time, you know.
0: No, no. We had, I was, you know, I have a confession. I have a confession to me.
1: What is the confession? That we should have named this podcast? With us?
0: <laughs> no, I was drinking beer before this. Okay. Non-alcoholic. Ooh. I'm boring, guys. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh, no, I have to drink tea. I'm actually enjoying it right now, but I was like, I'm drinking a beer. This doesn't make any sense.
1: Here with us. I don't know. That doesn't sound so catchy.
0: No, it doesn't sound so catchy.
1: Okay. So I wanted. I want to
0: go back a little bit because I think we gave really, really, really good advice. But I would like to go like to the root of things. Okay. Like, how do you heal? Like, like mm-hmm. what do you do? Where Where do you start? And I think that a good way to start a healing is with acceptance
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, and forgiveness. Uh-huh. So uh, acceptance means that I accept what happened. And some of us, we really struggle with this because we have been through stuff that they were not fair. It wasn't cool. It was not fair. They were wrong, right? Uh, right. And it's hard to accept. But the thing is, if we don't accept it, meaning, okay, this happened to me, now what? It's going to be tough because you're going you're gonna to keep, keep going into the same situations and uh-huh. replying these situations, you know, and trying to change what happened in the past. This uh-huh. may sound very weird, but there's something in our unconscious that wants to solve problems. Yes. So if you don't accept that that happened and now move on, your brain is going to look for situations to place you in places Mm -hmm. where you can actually sort the situations out. Mm -hmm.
1: That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, every time I go to Amas Ashram, things that I'm trying to avoid in other places happen there. And it's even harder because there you're living and working with the same people. So you can't run away from the issue. And I had this thing happen uh, where a brahmachari slapped me on the butt. And a brahmachari is a priest that lives in an ashram. So (laughs) it was very uncomfortable. But also I had to go back to what was happening in that situation. So I was trying to charge my phone. It wasn't working. He uh, brought me several extension cords. And I put my fingers through one of the extension cords that could have been electrocuted. And then I started laughing. The other two people that were there were laughing, and he hit me on the butt. And so, it wasn't in the sexual sense at all. It was just like like somebody that would like hit a kid on the butt of like, you know, quit being so funny. Like you could have almost died. Like you could have been electrocuted. Like you know. So there's lots yeah. of excitement happening there, and it, and he just did it. But at first, like for me, I was like, oh my god, like he's the, he's the priest. This is so uncomfortable. Like he shouldn't have done this. Uh, and i like spent all week thinking about what to do because i didn't want him to get in trouble like he's a person that is is very nice to people and is such a good person so i didn't want him to be in trouble for what happened and how people would have interpreted that but i confronted him like it took me a whole week and then i just went up to him and i said i'm not mad at you it's okay but i don't want you to ever do that again okay so that took for me like standing up for something, whichever way it meant. I don't care how it was how it was how it meant, mm-hmm. uh, but I had to face it so here's something I couldn't run away from because I saw this person every day, yes. uh, and I'm glad I did that. I'm glad that i that I spoke up in that situation, yeah, because a yeah. lot of times I think women are. I don't want to use the word sexually assaulted, but like, you know, someone brushes up against your boob while they're uh, trying to hit the elevator button. And, you know, it's innocent, but it's not, right? Mm-hmm. Like they did it on purpose. Uh, yeah. So women especially are always, I think, have to be cognizant of their personal space.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's so, when this kind of situation happens, it's so confusing, you know? And then I think that's when you have to go back to what we spoke on the last, in the last episode about trusting your gut,
1: feeling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and
0: like it's not it's not like you were crazy you know some right like it happened uh yeah
1: right because then I was asking myself well would he have done that to an Indian woman and no he would not you know what I mean so then why Mm -hmm. is it okay to do it to a foreign woman Mm -hmm. it's not and that's the main reason why I went to talk to him to say that listen I'm not mad I just don't want you to do that again. And he said, okay, like it wasn't. And now we're okay, like it's fine. But yeah. also it was the situation. There was lots of excitement, lots of laughter. Uh, I almost could have died, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> so always yeah. Good. It was <laughs> always good. Always
1: good Now I can laugh about it. But that entire yes. week when I was like trying to process it, I wasn't laughing. Yeah. And I had to be very careful with the people that I talked to about it because I didn't want this to to. You know, explode and be, and be a thing. So I had to be mm-hmm. very careful about the, with the people that I discussed it with and, and sought their advice on what to do.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, that's an intense story.
1: <laughs> it was intense, right? Like yeah. now you feel a little bit, but you can imagine like, imagine going to an ashram, there's yes. all these brahmacharis, and somebody does that. Yeah. Like if you take that out of like the context of what really happened, that's not appropriate. It's not okay, and that's why I feel like I had to go through that to recognize what all these women that are actually abused by gurus, right? Like we're seeing the fall of the guru right now happening. All yes. these famous like like Bikram, um, Yogi Bhajan Now that they're talking about it, all these gurus where people were going to like seek healing and help uh, abuse these women, and it's not okay.
0: No it's not okay and um, I don't know I can only imagine the pain and what is it because you you must feel uh, that something is wrong with you that you Mm -hmm. somehow caused it Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, and then when you're in an ashram not just that you're isolated. So you don't know who you can talk to. You don't know who's going to spread it. And then the people Mm -hmm. will turn against you. Like there's, you know, Swami Rama. There's this big expose of what happened with him. And when this woman, this woman had to escape her city because people were harassing her from the ashram where she was. Mm -hmm. And so she had to like, Escaped, I think she went to Texas, somewhere else, and I don't know if she changed her name. But people like her followers did not believe her, yeah. and uh, they traumatized, they harassed her even more. So it's very sad to see what happens in these communities. I'm not saying that all communities that it happens, yeah. but you have to be very careful with, with where you are and, and always be cognizant of what's happening.
0: Yeah, and we need to figure out that these communities are communities where human people are there.
1: So exactly. if we
0: are human, good things and bad things can happen. It's not mm-hmm. like we are going somewhere and everything is going to, yes, everything is going to be okay or maybe not. And we have to mm-hmm. realize that it's not because we are in a spiritual environment
1: exactly. that everything's exactly. going to
0: be, you know, that everybody's going to be a saint because mm-hmm. I mean, they're human, they're normal people with needs, with, you know, crazy stuff, good stuff, bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, how how do you think that uh, these women can
0: heal from this type of trauma? It because- is so
1: hard I really don't even know because not only did this person do this to you but everyone is saying that you're a liar and they don't believe you and the people mm-hmm. that you used to be the closest friends with at the at an ashram because you you get to be so close to the people that you're living with have rejected you and they're calling you a liar and so I think it's extremely difficult for these women. I think, first of all, their number one thing is safety, right? They need to they need to be safe in the surroundings that they are. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to take a lot of time for them to heal from this. And I really, yeah. I don't know. I mean, for me, it, it was such a minor thing that happened, but I had yes. to confront him. And I couldn't let it go, you know what I mean, and not confront him, but that would not have been true to me because I would have carried that on later. And then I would have been thinking about it. And mm-hmm. would, you know what I mean? Because what if he does it to somebody else, right? Like, or so, what if he
0: does it again?
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So I think it's very difficult. Um, there's this other thing too that a woman shared with me while I was in an ashram. She was sexually abused uh, while she was like alone in the woods meditating. And so now she's afraid to go anywhere else to be by herself. Because this happened when she was very young, and and you know, to me, that is so sad that women cannot feel safe in nature to go meditate. Because for me, the most powerful meditations that I've had is when I've been alone in the woods meditating by myself. Mm-hmm. But then you know, you always have to have your guard on. Like as a woman, I think you always have to be like a little bit more. I cautious. don't know what the word. I'm cautious. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think it's, it's, it's a process. And um, you mentioned about forgiveness. And I love that book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a very good book. Uh, she also talks about her story, which is very powerful. Um, because she also was raped when she was a child and she carried that trauma with her. She just didn't know it. But she said her main things were therapy, like a really good therapist and a punching bag because she needed to get, like, get that out um, because she couldn't do that as a child. But that book is excellent. I highly yeah. recommend it to anyone that is on their healing journey.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's
1: called You Can Heal. Is it How You Can Heal or You Can Heal I Your think Life? You,
0: I think that it's You Can Heal Your Life because they have a lot yes. of projects called that way.
1: I yeah. think that's, you can
0: heal your heart. That's yeah, your and she she life.
1: started Hey Publications, Hey Book Publications, and yeah. uh, it's all about spiritual books. And she used to give these talks to um, people that were diagnosed with AIDS. And so she is, had a tr- she lived to be about ninety. She recently died, but she had a very fascinating mm-hmm. journey. And mm-hmm. I highly recommend that book if you're interested in, in starting because I had to work through it. Like it asks you, who are you mad at, or who are you upset with? How, you know, I had to write it out and I feel like just now is when it's happening and I've read that book two years ago yes. it's a slow process like it's not but you just read this one thing and all of a sudden you're healed no healing mm-hmm. is a lifetime no. thing that you're going to be doing
0: yes and healing is work is not something yes. that is mental healing is very emotional so yes. I mean when you start the process just get ready for some tears or a lot of tears like cries out loud, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, it's a, and it's a process, as you said. Um, I think that forgiveness is a big one uh, also because from what I've heard, for me, it was very powerful. And mm-hmm. from what I've heard from other people, it was very powerful as well because mm-hmm. it was their way and my way to let it mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Just want to make it very clear that forgiveness is not saying that was okay. Exactly. It's not saying, oh, it was my fault. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is a way of giving you freedom and basically to walk to just, just keep going with your life. Because you know what? I realized that after uh, decades, I was still carrying that back. That it's like, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. So this person did me wrong and I'm holding mm-hmm. on to it, going mm-hmm. around carrying this bag, mm-hmm. ruining my own happiness. I mean, there's no point. So, when you forgive, you just basically let go. And forgiveness is, is very hard. Um, advices that I have for that meditation, journaling, yeah. um, you know, visualizing the person while you are meditating Mm -hmm. and saying, I forgive Mm -hmm. you, I forgive you over and over until you feel it's true. Uh, There's a very beautiful ritual we always do in Pulchati. Yes,
1: I was going to mention that, the fire puja. Talk about it. Explain it to us. So a fire puja is where uh, you have a fire, and most of the times it's done by priests, but it can be done by the head of the ashram as well. And you're chanting a mantra while you're doing it, and you're asking Agni, the god of fire, the fire element, to take this away, like any kind of pain that you felt or one thing that you're holding on to, write it on a piece of paper, and after we're done chanting, this mantra that we chant we burn the piece of paper in it and mm-hmm. what was so beautiful is i was able to really burn away a lot of things because i worked there <laughs> but just doing it once also felt very powerful to write this maybe you write fear on a piece of paper roll it up and burn it into the fire and let it go yeah um and it it's there's so also
0: powerful. Um,
1: another uh process that you can do as well that I really like. I worked at the bereavement center with young kids that had lost a parent. And in May, we blow up these balloons and we write a message to the person that has passed away and really we release the balloon. That's so good. That was very powerful.
0: Yeah, that is so good. I think that it's also important like to make peace with your past. Yes. Whatever that was, I mean, when we talk about forgiveness, sometimes we need to forgive ourselves as well because Mm -hmm. it isn't cool when you realize that you have been wasting 10 years of your life when you could have done this personal growth program before or Mm -hmm. when you realize that you were I don't know maybe you were aggressive with other people because other people have been aggressive to you and Mm -hmm. and it's it's tough yeah and you you carry you think about it's interesting, this healing process, because you learn more and more.
1: And exactly, what happens yes. to
0: me is, like, I forgave that person, yeah, and I'm cool. And then I remember, oh, I need to forgive this person for the other thing. And then I'm like, oh, I feel bad because, like, five years ago I did this thing. And all these things come to you, and you're like, this thing is never going to finish. But the good thing is, like, you have the tools, and everything is going exactly. to be smoother. Instead of, you know, suffering for five years, maybe in a week you worked on mm-hmm. it. And you sort it out. Yeah. Um, Lizzie Nichols, she has a very good exercise. Oh, I like yeah. work with that. And she mm-hmm. basically is like looking in the mirror and like say what, what you forgive yourself for. I forgive myself for not being honest with myself. I forgive myself for not speaking up. I forgive myself for whatever you need to forgive yourself for. You need That's to right. do this. You cannot. I mean, of course, you can survive with these things in your heart. But. Your life cannot be as amazing as it would be. If you, oh, carry, yeah, if uh-huh. you carry these things, if you want to be in life you know, and come from a place of love, you need to let go and get rid of these things. And one That's of the true. processes is to forgive yourself. Yes, Everyone there's deserves a second thing, chance.
1: There's another thing I forgot to mention too, which you loved, I think. At Pulchati mm-hmm. we also take a ritual bath. So we chant mm-hmm. Om Ganga Mai to the, to the goddess before we go into the water. And yeah. then when we go into the water, we take three dips. So it's, it's like almost like a baptism. And you let go yeah. of of things that are bothering you. And for me, I was always being the outsider, right? So one time, I let go of this, like, I'm tired of being the outsider. And <sighs> the next week, I was sent four Bosnian women that came to my ashram. And Bosnian people typically don't go to India, and they sure Aww. don't come to the ashram where we went. Mm-hmm. And so for the first time, I was able to to sing a Bosnian song with them when we had the fire the uh, oh. campfire, so that was really nice. So, what I gave away to 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 the element of water, it was like washing it away. And the next week, the universe sent me four people mm-hmm. to reaffirm that it's okay to be Bosnian. It's okay to like sing Bosnian songs, and it's okay to be who you are. But yeah. sometimes we need to see people that are like us, right, to feel accepted.
0: Yes, it's true. It's true. We need to see examples. That's why representation matters, right? Yes, because sometimes we really need to see that there are other people like us. It's only human. Um, go see the belonging episode yes. <laughs> uh,
1: one thing I also really want to say is that love is not control. it's oh. freedom to 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 choose. To choose so anything that is controlling is not love, and that took me a long time to figure out. But maybe when you you know because you learn love from your immediate family, and maybe if they did not have the best examples towards each mm-hmm. other, that's what you start to believe. So again, this is another process of finding out like what does love mean to you, and and how does that evolve?
0: Mm-hmm. I am going to link a blog post that I wrote on this, mm-hmm. uh, basically how to love when you didn't have the good examples. <laughs> you didn't have best, yeah. like, it's hard to know this kind of stuff if you, if you, you know, all you had was so right. operas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. Um, another thing that That's I true. want to mention is besides the control, love does not hurt, okay, people. Exactly. Love yeah. does not hurt. People, yes, do hurt. We, mm-hmm. I can hurt you and you can hurt me, but love is not going to hurt anybody. So these kind of sentences that we have in our head are, mm-hmm. um, are marking the behavior that we're going to, to have with other people mm-hmm. and with ourselves. So if we believe that love hurts, maybe your partner can hurt you over and over because love hurts. It is what it is. Exactly. Um, I sound very literal and I, it looks like when I heard this kind of stuff before I was thinking like I'm not dumb, right? I am not dumb. But guys. <laughs> Our, our unconscious mind, sometimes, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Guys?
1: I'm going to wait until you finish.
0: <laughs> because you may hear this and you may, I know because I've been through all of that and I'm not scared to say everything that came to my mind. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not stupid. Urgh. I know that's like, <laughs> right? Sometimes we're like, we know everything. No, we don't know everything. Exactly. This kind of stuff that we say, this kind of stuff that we hear on television, the kind of movies that we see, everything, all of this is messing up with your head. Mm -hmm. Especially Mm -hmm. when you are not secure in yourself, and especially when you didn't have examples, you're going to pick up on anything you can to just try to be normal. Right. I would really consider all all these beliefs that we have on love. Like Mm -hmm. what does love mean to you? What does love do? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Does it hurt? Going back Mm -hmm. to the childhood thing, what did your parents told you about love?
1: Exactly. Or what did they show you? What What, what did you you see? Exactly. How did they talk to each other? Yeah,
0: so do you wanna know what, what what I learned? That the good love it's only for television and soap operas. I didn't believe it existed, really tried. Mm-hmm. But I didn't believe. You know what I mean? I was like, oh yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Like my mind wasn't mm-hmm. going there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I got so I got so, you know, pitted with this subject.
1: I no, know, it's, it's true. It's true. If you haven't had good examples, it's very difficult to know what it is. But I love that you said it doesn't hurt. That's very true. So if you are hurt by a partner, maybe that wasn't love. Uh you know you you love from like your capacity i think if that makes any sense and sometimes you're with people that just aren't even realizing that they're not capable of loving you the way that you should be loved Mm, because they don't maybe they don't ask those questions or who knows we never really know what's going on in another person's mind right and what trauma they're going through
0: true it's true
1: yeah totally agree. But love is not just like we said, it's not just about relationships. It's also with your friends. Like, how do you let your friends treat you? We talked about that in another podcast when we mentioned boundaries. So love is all around you. It's not just your parents and and your partner, but it's also with friends and acquaintances. And, you know, I think I've really tried to make it my mission that I want to be surrounded by loving people. And so if I meet somebody that, you know, a friend that's not, you know, it's always like blowing me off, well, that's not love. And that's, I have no time for that. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to focus on self-healing and, and work through this process. And yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so good that you mentioned that because um, as soon as you start healing your heart, you're going to notice that different people will start coming into your life. Yes. Because you mm-hmm. have a different vibe to you. And you are not putting up with all this wool, you know?
1: So it's kind of how we met like yeah. we met when we were both going through the healing process yeah. and now we've become friends and, I, and yes. you see that you start to see that your circle of friends starts to change
0: yes it's true it starts to change it's like i look at the people i have in my life right now and they're so different from like six years ago they're so different like there's no comparison <laughs> and i am very different as well so Exactly. I, I had, okay, I take my responsibility because it was not like I was so cool and everybody was horrible. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I I wasn't helping.
1: Well, I'm excited to read your blog post.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I'm going to put it on, on Tuesday. It's going to be there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm looking forward Tuesday. to it. Was there anything else that we wanted to add before we go?
0: Uh, yes, uh, it goes with what you said. I wanted to tell people like, try to be intentional in your relationships. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: what do, what do you, I, I don't mean like set rules for every relationships, but like try to be intentional. Try to be uh, not like I want this from that person, but I want love. I want understanding. I want, I want somebody that's there for me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Be intentional. Yeah. Think about what you want to receive from people and be drawn to those kind of people, and when you see that you know that person is not really there, if that person is for a season or for a reason, yes. as we spoke on yes. the other episode, so just let them go, you know, and you're going to see that as you start the healing process you're going to be stronger and stronger, and you're going to identify this you know in a more fastest way and and you're going to know. You're going to know. But for now, just rationalize it for real. And just think about what you want from all of your relationships. When I was single, I, I, I had in my mind three words that I wanted.
1: Oh, what are the three you know? words?
0: I wanted honesty. Yes. I wanted it to be uh, reciprocate. And I wanted mm-hmm. integrity. I and like, oh, integrity. That is such in- a good word. That's
1: so important in my life. Can you explain what integrity means? It means like you do what you say. Exactly.
0: You say what you do. Mm-hmm. You, are, yes. you are the thing you say you are.
1: Yes. Which means that you're not wearing a mask. You're not wearing a mask. You
0: are doing whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's your flaws. It is what it is. But, but mm-hmm. I know what is it. Because it's, yes. you know... I, I give you space to grow. There's no problem, but I know yes. that you have some in- integrity in your life. So I like that. When I was meeting people, I was looking for these three. If I didn't see it, I'm sorry. Like, I can't have it
1: because and and because you need like, to have trust. I think uh, yeah. if you have integrity, you, it's a person that you can trust.
0: Exactly. It's a person that you can trust. And don't get me wrong. I wasn't looking for these people, for a person like this and just chilling. No, 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 no. I was working on myself to have integrity mm-hmm. and to be honest yeah. and speak my truth and all that. Yes. So, so, yeah, be intentional because it's, it's easier, especially when you, ha- when you are used to this, these patterns, and you don't think you just jumping that sorry hey, that's okay um, so especially when you when you have these patterns that you look for the wrong people all the time it's good for you to have this you just just do you can do the same as i did just find three mm-hmm. words okay so when you find the pattern you are not going to go towards the pattern because you already know that it's not for you so you're going to mm-hmm. go for the three words. Try it out. It
1: worked for me. I like that. I think I think. I think me, it works you know. for me. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, the main word would be authenticity because okay. it goes towards everything. Like a person that's authentic, mm-hmm. is honest, is truthful, has integrity, and they're not pretending to be something that they're not.
0: Yeah. So if you meet someone and they don't go towards authenticity, you already know what, what to do. Because sometimes Bye-bye. people... Ah, I was like, what? <laughs> no, I don't want to go. <laughs> because, what was I going to say? Sorry. Ah, because so, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's cool. Sometimes when um when we're looking to meet people, we're dating and and stuff. We think, oh, I got it's bad luck. I always no. The thing is, it's not about meeting the wrong people Ma- all Ma- the time. Okay, mama. <sighs> no, no. I am not going to this car That's what you wrote though. <laughs> Hi mama. That <laughs> was, was like the cutest thing I saw today. So
1: Getting attacked by a masked woman. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay sorry,
0: go on. <laughs> I don't know what was okay Uh, that was love Ah. Love loving it (laughs) It it's pure form (sighs) so okay going back to what I was saying um so sometimes we're like okay I always meet the wrong person yeah Mm -hmm. okay so there are a lot of wrong people around the problem is that you are focusing on the wrong person for a long period of time Mm mm-hmm because it's a big world, you're going to meet a lot of people and you decide to keep these people in your life or not. So when you meet the wrong person, just say bye-bye as, as, as fast as you can. And then you can move on and spend your time trying to find the other person. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> uh...
1: I didn't imagine to be laughing this hard in your podcast, but it always happens. It, yeah, it's true. We always like, okay, let's talk about the love. I still feel bad about laughing about, 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 about the buckles and the whip. Feel bad.
0: Don't feel bad.
1: No, I don't feel bad. It's just funny. <laughs> it's okay.
0: I'm trying to see if I forgot about something.
1: I think I mentioned everything that I wanted to say.
0: I just want to say one more thing. Go ahead. I'm on fire today. So I should start writing the book today. No, it's a joke. Yes, you <laughs> should.
1: Yes, you should. Quit putting it off to June. May is the month.
0: June, June, June.
1: Listen, when we... June is cancer. Okay, that, that's very emotional. So when cancer Well, starts, that's the
0: perfect time. I'm going to write. I'm going to cry uh, over it. You know what's going to happen <laughs> when I start writing that book. That's why I'm trying to, you know, postpone it. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Okay, people, healing process... Remember, don't, all, don't go, okay, you, we, talked of, we spoke about trying to figure out what happened and everything. Mm-hmm. Don't just dwell in the past. Mm-hmm. After that, or while you're doing that, take action. Do small exercises. Yes. I don't want you to be like navigating into this in the past thing. The purpose of this is to look the past in the eyes, see where it is the problem, and then act on it.
1: Take action exactly. exactly.
0: And if you need help, live in here. the
1: present. Exactly. Yes, we are. So please, yes, yes. like, we love hearing from our audience. We love your comments. If if you feel called, please sh- uh, share a story of where anything that has happened to you that we discussed today. We would love to hear it. Yeah. Just write down if you if
0: you need help on something. Just write down. Just write your story, and we'll try to get to give you some insight. I would love to do this for someone.
1: Yes, please. Yeah.
0: Okay, I think that's it for today, everybody.
1: Yes, it is. Okay. So too.
0: Okay, like always, we're going to put our email over here. Yes, we are. Um, and uh, if you would like to support us, if you like this episode, remember, subscribe, activate the notification thingy, write a comment, share with people, you know, all that stuff that people do when they
1: want to support exactly.
0: us. Exactly. <laughs> Thank yeah? you so
1: much for joining us.
0: Thank you very much, everybody.
1: This is a real bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Good one. I wasn't expecting that. Me
0: neither. I'm just being authentic, you know what I mean? <laughs> (音楽) ¶¶¶¶